Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. It might not be an actual NHL game day, but the Pittsburgh Penguins are in action later today against the prospects of the Boston Bruins at the annual Prospects Challenge up in Buffalo, New York. That's a three-game schedule for the Pittsburgh Penguins prospects that they begin today. They also play tomorrow and Monday afternoon. So it's going to be a return to hockey this weekend for the Pittsburgh Penguins. You can watch all of these games on the Penguins website. And according to the Penguins on Twitter, games one and two will not have play-by-play, but game three on Monday will. So hockey is back, everyone. Yesterday, we saw an organized team activity for the first time this fall. It was the prospects getting a practice together, ran by head coach of the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins, J.D. Forrest. And it feels good to just have hockey back on our timelines on social media, hockey back on the mind of everybody that's excited for the 2023-24 season. There's going to be plenty of important prospects to watch this weekend. I talked about them during last Friday's Penguins to Go. I'm going to link the tab at the top of the screen if you want to go back and listen. I talk a little bit about Sam Poulin. I talk a little bit about Braden Yeager. I talk a little bit about Lucas Svedkovsky. And I do talk a little bit about the guy I'm going to talk about more here today. And that is probably the most important prospect that's going to be taking the ice this weekend for the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's the guy between the pipes. Joel Blomqvist, Pittsburgh's second-round pick in the 2020 draft, going 52nd overall, was one of two goaltenders taken in that draft by the Pittsburgh Penguins, as well as Callie Klang, who, as we know, was part of the trade that brought Ricard Raquel to the Pittsburgh Penguins. But the Penguins did retain Joel Blomqvist in that trade, and he spent the past few seasons in his native Finland. He's risen to the top of the professional ranks in the Finnish Liga, but he's going to play in North America this season. He's making the transition from European hockey over to North American hockey. He did sign a three-year ELC back in April. He's going to be battling for playing time in a pretty stocked-up Wilkes-Barre-Scranton Penguins roster. You have Blomqvist there. You have Magnus Helberg, who's going to be spending his first year in the organization. You have Taylor Gauthier, who had a really good season for Wilkes-Barre last year. And you have Garrett Sparks somewhere in the mix. There's a good chance now Garrett Sparks starts the season with the Wheeling Nailers of the ECHL. But regardless, Blomqvist is going to be one of the most important prospects to watch throughout the entire season. And it all starts today against the Boston Bruins. Uh, We'll see if he gets the start. I would imagine he gets the start, but uh, we'll have to just wait and see. He's certainly going to play at least one of these three games over the weekend. Yesterday, I mentioned that they had practice up at UPMC Lemieux Sports Complex. J.D. Forrest did have a few thoughts on the challenges that Joel Blomqvist will face this season when he's transitioning from playing in the European leagues to playing in North America. The one that really caught my eye, the one quote that caught my eye was, he said, quote, I think a lot of the differences here with the traffic and bigger bodies, shot volume, and just stuff happening around the net is something he's going to get used to. So that's something to watch out for today. The Boston Bruins organizationally like to get in the grill of goaltenders. Will their prospects do the same thing? 
that's yet to be seen. But if they follow along with the organization's philosophy, that's going to be a big test today for Joel Blomqvist. The other things that J.D. Forrest highlighted on that media availability that is available on the Penguins' Twitter account, he said he's playing the puck better. That's something he worked on through the summer. He's getting better at playing the puck behind the net, which is something, as we know, has been a part of Penguins' number one goaltender's real arsenal dating back to the beginning of Marc-Andre Fleury's days with Pittsburgh. Fleury was always somebody that was pretty decent at handling the puck, always wanted to score a goal. Tristan Jari, that was something he was touted as doing very well coming out of the minors. He has had his struggles recently with playing the puck, but it's a skill set that the Penguins value in their goaltenders. And really, it's a skill set that if you can do properly, really helps you at the NHL level and really helps the team at the NHL level. So nice to see that something that Blomqvist has been working on. And then, of course, J.D. Forrest mentioned there's the transition off the ice just to the North American style of living. He's got to get used to living in an entirely new continent. So those are the three things that J.D. Forrest outlined. He's going to be the head coach for Joel Blomqvist this season and probably next. Um, But what I can expect from Joel Blomqvist, he's a guy who, when you look at his numbers in Finland, he's played well. I mean, last year he had the opportunity to be the number one goaltender for Karpat. He missed time with with concussions, two different concussions on two different occasions that really only kept him to 20 games played last year, which is not a lot of work for the 21-year-old netminder. So hopefully this season he'll get a little bit more work at the AHL level and be able to take that step and that progression towards hopefully one day becoming a starting goaltender in the National Hockey League. The Penguins have high hopes for this prospect. He's one of two excellent goaltenders in the pipeline for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Blomqvist is the one that is more further along. And Sergei Murashev, right now in Russia, playing for the MHL, is another goaltender that they have really high hopes for. Now, best case scenario, Blomqvist rises to become an NHL talent by the end of next season, when he's 23 years old and still has a year left on his ELC. At that point, hopefully he can become a 1B to Tristan Jari at the start and eventually take over as the 1A, the primary option in a goaltending tandem with Tristan Jari, who the Pittsburgh Penguins just signed to a five-year deal, five-plus million dollars either way. Now, they did that because there is uncertainty with prospects, especially goaltending. If you listen to any podcast anywhere, any reporter anywhere, they're going to tell you goaltending is, there's so many words that people use. Goaltending is voodoo. Goaltending is fickle. Goaltending is hard to project. Goaltending is volatile. They're all right. They're all correct. So Penguins lock themselves in with Tristan Jari, and then they signed a bunch of guys to one-year deals. It's probably because they're hoping that one of Joel Blomqvist or maybe a little further down the line, a guy like Sergei Murashev, or maybe even a guy like Taylor Gauthier, who had a really good season at the AHL level last year, one of them takes that jump and can be an internal replacement as backup goaltender. The Penguins have had Casey DeSmith for the past four years. He's gone. Now it's going to be one of Magnus Helberg who was brought in. Maybe Alex Nedeljkovic has an opportunity this season to be the backup and potentially become a 1B because he showed that potential with Carolina. But best case scenario for the Penguins is 
by the end of next season, Yul Blomqvist has shown enough and has matured enough that at 23 years old, he becomes the 1B. If you want an actual example of this, look at a former Pittsburgh Penguins goaltending prospect with a former Pittsburgh Penguins starting goaltender in Minnesota. Marc-Andre Fleury started last season as the Minnesota Wilds starting netminder. Then Philip Gustafson comes up, gets his feet wet in the NHL, and in quick order, Philip Gustafson became the 1A, Marc-Andre Fleury became the 1B, and the Minnesota Wild did not need Marc-Andre Fleury. They still have Marc-Andre Fleury because he is a very solid 1B option, especially when you have a guy like Philip Gustafson who is on a rookie contract, on a smaller contract. You can afford to have a little bit more of an expensive 1B. That's what the Pittsburgh Penguins are hoping for. Because at that point, the Penguins can either, one, trade Tristan Jari and get some decent value if Jari does become the goaltender that we've seen him be able to become. You could trade him, get good value, and still have your number one in Joel Blomquist. Or you could ride it out with this duo till the end of Blomquist's contract in 2026 and then figure things out. And then decide, do we want to sign Blomqvist to a bridge deal at that point, depending on his success? Do we want to sign him to a longer-term deal because we think he's the guy? That much remains to be seen. But his journey in North American hockey realistically starts today. Starts in Buffalo, New York, with the rest of the Pittsburgh Penguins prospects. Can he start to build towards that best-case scenario for the Pittsburgh Penguins? That is what begins today. And that's one of the things that I'm going to be keeping my eyes on as I watch on PittsburghPenguins.com. I'm going to keep my eyes on how does the guy between the pipes stand up against the Boston Bruins prospects. Now, he has had a couple of games. I should mention this. He has had a couple of games of experience at the AHL level. He came over at the end of last season, played a few games after the finished season ended. And he looked good. He looked really good, and he looked good in the Finnish Professional League as well. But the rubber meets the road right now. This is a huge year for his progression. Can he make the transition to North America, not miss a beat, and continue to build on the already impressive resume that he's put together since being drafted back in 2020? That's going to be the biggest question. The Penguins are back in game action, sort of. So keep an eye out for Blomqvist. Keep an eye out for some of the other top prospects hitting the ice again. I link to it in the description. I'll put it up on the screen again in your the top of your screen right now. If you click that little tiny little box, it'll take you to another video where I talk about Braden Yeager, where I talk about Owen Pickering a little bit. I talk about Sam Poulin. I talk about Lucas Svedkovsky. Most of these guys, not Pickering. Pickering's injured. Hopefully we'll be healthy for the start of training camp. Most of these guys will be on the ice later this afternoon. Got to keep an eye out for it. It's fun to have hockey back. It's extremely fun to have hockey back. So hopefully, if you take it in, you enjoy what you see. Hopefully the Penguins go out there and they perform well. But either way, we'll be back on Monday to break down the games from today and tomorrow. And then, of course, preview the game for Monday afternoon. Hockey is back. We're getting so close. Less than a week to training camp. A lot of the Penguins are ascending back on Cranberry, getting ready for camp. And I'm just, I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. So thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts.
We'll see you guys next week.